Summer is almost here. Don't you want to go to the beach with thicker, gorgeous, beautiful locks and everyone goes, hey, I love your hair. And you go, Nutrafol, baby. (laughs) You know, something along that lines. Well, take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering my listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. I recommend it. I've been taking Nutrafol for years. It's how I got my hair back thicker and not falling out in chunks after I had KJ. Now it's your turn. Nutrafol has been on with me for years, and that's because you all continue to buy, and it really works. I love it. Now it's your turn to love it too. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. That's Nutrafol.com with the promo code T-S-F-S. Do you enjoy playing relaxing puzzle games on your phone? I do. It's even better when they're free and you can collect prizes along the way. Welcome to Two Dots. I have been playing Two Dots to relax my mind, unwind, and there's something very methodical about it. The premise of the game is you connect dots horizontally, vertically, but never diagonally. And you head from level to level. And as I mentioned, you do collect points along the way if you are into that. More than 5,000 puzzles to keep you engaged and relaxed after a very long day. Uniquely designed challenges challenges, game modes, and levels to choose from based on what adventure you are into. And by the way, you can download it for free right now on your Android phone or iOS. I also like the color template of this game. It's very, it's giving me very like pastel-y vibes. So yeah, I think you're going to enjoy it too. If you are ready to kick back and unwind, download Two Dots for free on Android and iOS and start connecting. Hola, es Leslie La Inter y hoy en el show Sara y Paul hablan de un señor que despidieron llamado Matt Lauer y Sara también habla de cuando los oficiales la paran. Hmm. I love it. Oh my god, translation, I have no fucking clue what she's saying, but it's going to be a great show. That's next on the Hayfresh podcast with Paul Wharton. From wine tastings to bike rides, art shows to beer gardens, street hockey to fashion shows, and so much more. There's always something going on in Crystal City. We love Crystal City Bid. Visit them for more details and events, crystalcity.org. And I am loving one of the number one teams in D.C., real estate teams, that is. The Mandy and David team at Compass can show you homes in every price range in all zip codes in the DMV. Check them out at mandyanddavid.com. Pacers, run. We absolutely love them, and we pod with them. We share a podcast studio with them. They also have a great podcast that you need to check out called Pace the Nation. It's all about running, the best sneakers, the best walking sneakers, and, of course, everyone's real life. So we love to hear that. Check out Pace the Nation. Download their podcast today. All right. Hey, hey, it's how it works. we go. Hey. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear every day? Hey, phrase. What's the phrase that you hear? Donna. Tune in. Yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Frazier on the mic and she about to begin the co-host with the most Paul one. Looking flink. Take it from me. You should be 
listening. Live from the nation's cap, pop culture at its best. No need to second guess. Wait a minute, you know the song now? <laughs> you finally know our theme song? Actually, I think I don't. I think I, I still think I don't, actually. That last part, I'm not sure. No need to second guess. Separated hey, from the rest. Yeah, I think I'm getting it. I Paul love Martin. it. I think you got it. Welcome to the freaking podcast. Can you believe oh what a fucking Wednesday? Oh, sorry. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Are you excited that African Americans and women are taking over the world? Yeah, There's sure. There's not going to be one white man left. I mean, everybody, you know, this groping, it's groping season. Oh, my God. I know. It is insane. It is going to be over. Listen, my mom used to complain that all the celebrities, like, they all kept taking each other's jobs and, like, they wouldn't make room for anybody new. Right. <laughs> well, they're clearing everybody out, it seems. When Matt Lauer fell this morning, so I, I wake up this morning around, like, 6 a.m., and I start getting all these beep, 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 all these notifications. Matt Lauer fired by NBC. I'm like, holy shit. But Talk the, about a dynasty down. Oh, my God. But the down. thing that I'm concerned about and the thing that I don't like is they always use the word accusation, and I'm like, wait. So it needs to be more than an accusation. So what do they really know? It must have been an actual... Well, I heard... Well, that it was a heard. sexual assault. I heard that. Yes, that he sexually assaulted a, co- a colleague at the Rio Olympic Games, which whatever just happened a couple years ago. What did this assault consist of? Do you know? I don't. I haven't read any of the details so far this morning. All I read was that they, you know, I, I heard Savannah Guthrie and uh, Hoda. I love how they just like always have Hoda like in every segment. Yes. Hoda's like what? She's on <laughs> Megyn Kelly. Yeah, she's she, on like Hoda right. like rep- which is great. I'm like fantastic. Awesome. Give the show. Hoda, Hoda. Yeah. But essentially all I had read so far, and now it's like coming out, because there have been rumors about about Matt Lauer for years, you know, and Natalie Morales. Okay. That apparently they had an affair and it was becoming so public and so many people were talking about it and were very upset about it that NBC moved her to LA to take over that wow. um, show Th- that, that Billy Bush. Hollywood. Yes, exactly. So that's always been the rumor. Now that's never been like it's never been. Well, I could be saying that just because she's my friend, but I'm telling you, since Tamron Hall left there, oh. today's show's going to shit. I don't know what's going on. Megan Kelly, that's obviously not working out very well, and now Matt Lauer's gone. I don't know. I think they should bring Tamron back with Al Roker to host an hour. Well, do you think Tamron would ever go back, or do you think she's like so hurt by the way that they basically like push her out? If the price is right, <laughs> you know, <laughs> back the Brinks right. truck up, baby. <laughs> you know what? I think a deal can be made. But you know, because Tamron was supposed to do a show, or is supposed to be doing a show with the Weinstein Company, but. I mean, is there a Weinstein company? No, supposedly they're gone bankrupt, or they're going bankrupt. And like he said, to, okay, here by the way is oh, oh, sorry, hold on, let me get you a clip of um, Savannah this morning. Oh, I want to hear that. I haven't yeah, heard it. Yeah, yet. here's what Savannah and Hoda had to say. Oh, the internet in here is killing me, mm. killing me today. Anyway, I'll try. So basically, what did they say, dear colleagues? On Monday night, we received a detailed complaint from a colleague about inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace by Matt Lauer. It represented, after serious review, a clear violation of our company's standards. As a result, we have decided to terminate his employment. While it is the first complaint about his behavior in the over 20 years he has been at NBC News, we were also presented with reason to believe this may not have been an isolated incident. 
environment. Our highest priority is to create a workplace environment where everyone feels safe and protected Bullshit. and to ensure oh that any actions that run counter to our values are met with consequences no matter who the offender. Damn. We are deeply saddened by this turn of events, but we will face it together as a news organization and do it in as transparent a manner as we can. That is the statement from our chairman, Andy Lack, and we just learned this moments ago, just this morning. As I'm sure you can imagine, we are devastated and we are still processing all of this. That's so, I oh feel like God. you have signs. I, I don't know. To me, I'm like, there's a lot. I don't know. I've worked in the media business for a long time and everybody knows who the people are, who are predators, who are sexual harassers, mm -hmm. who are verbal harassers. And I think it's great. I mean, I, I've worked with so many men that get away with throwing trash cans at people's heads. They get Damn. away with yelling and screaming. And no one, none of these companies give a shit until they're getting sued because these people are cash cows to them. Well, you know, this is what happens when work becomes life. So, you know, you see these people and it's like, oh, I'm always working. Oh, I come in early. I stay late. I'm there 12, 13 hours oh. a day. Well, when do you jerk off? I mean, all that <laughs> stuff builds up. You know, really, the sexual tension. You know, they, they stay at work all day long. They need to work that out somewhere. I'm not saying that it's right. But what I'm saying is if you make work your life, you're going to get horny in a 14-hour period. Oh, my God. No, really. That's a great take. I never you really got to let that. people work eight hours and then cut them loose to go to the local bar, get a little happy hour in, and, you know, hook up. So do you think... <laughs> Do you think that's what, like, Harvey Weinstein? And what's his deal, though? I mean, yeah, I guess he was working 24-7. So I mean, he, he just... was just drunk with power. I mean, because yeah. you look at him. I mean, at least Matt Lauer, you know, you could see something he's happening attractive. with him. You know, he's fine in the face, but his body was banging. I guess I shouldn't say things like that. It's just, hey, no, who's we're self-employed. Who's going to fire me, boo? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Good thing about that. I might just fill you up one day just to get it off the table. <laughs> eh, let me fill her up just just to test the waters. See if she no, goes to HR, no. which is which is forwarded to my email. <laughs> oh, you got a complaint? Oh, I am the HR director. <laughs> oh my god, it's so true. It's so. I mean, true. obviously, I feel sorry for that person who I, yeah. was objectified. But I got to tell you, I've been sexually harassed. Probably we, in the workplace, outside the workplace. I, I, I might have done a little harassing, hopefully outside the workplace. <laughs> but, I mean, but, you know, is it harassing if it's if it's mutual and consensual? Well, you would think that it's not. But, you know, with Charlie Rose and this morning, you know, of course, I, God, I, I don't they're really. dropping like flies. Dropping like flies. Al Franken came out. He did an oh, interview. God. He says he's going to stay on his job. He's apologizing for always all his inappropriate behavior. I mean, Harvey Weinstein, to me, was another level. I mean, Har Harvey Weinstein, uh, I already believe, but they're apparently they're just calling him accusations, that he raped women. And I think that's entirely true. So you saw what the president said about it right on Twitter. <clears throat> How is, does he still have a job? Well, the interesting thing is, you know, he, he he tweeted out this morning about Matt Lauer for sexual, you know, and being accused And what did he of, say? I didn't see that. You know, I, I don't have it exactly in front of me, but, but try to pull it up. But basically, as a result of that, I just happened to be scrolling through and saw an Instagram from Andy Cohen. And it's in quotes. I did try and fuck her. She was married. I moved on her like a bitch, but I couldn't get there. And she was married. Then all of a sudden, I see her. She's now got the big phony tits and everything. She's totally changed her look. I've got to use some Tic Tacs just in case I start kissing her. You know I'm autom automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. 
It's like a magnet. Just kiss. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Grab them by the pussy. You can do anything. End quote. The president of the United States of America. How does this motherfucker have a job and Matt Lauer's out? What is going on in America? I have no idea. I have no idea. I think the only reason that Trump... Well, there have been women that have come forward with accusations of sexual harassment by Trump. But I don't know. I don't know if those have been squashed by his legal team or what. Or if he basically... Is in a job you can't really fire him. Teflon I guess you can. Don, I don't know. You, you know, listen, I still stand behind the fact that he would have been so much better off just as a businessman. I mean, he had it made. A great New York life. He owned all that shit. Mm-hmm. His brand was still, even though all his shit's made in, you know, China and some sweatshop. <laughs> but, I mean, the brand had some level of quality. You know, when you say, oh, I live at Trump. Oh, wow, interesting. You know, when I lived in it New York City. It used to be an address you wanted. It used yeah. to be something. Right. When I lived in New York City, I lived right like next to the Trump buildings. I always thought they were shit. But people really wanted to live there. Right. It was exactly. It meant something. You're right. It meant something. And to stay at like Trump Soho, I remember visiting um, uh, Omarosa once at Trump Soho in, in, our, in the better days. Um, <laughs> and it was a beautiful, stunning hotel. But, you know, I just heard recently that when LeBron James took a stand... To not stay at the Trump Soho Hotel, Mm -hmm. it started a a chain reaction with all these other NBA teams and then all these celebrities. And all of a sudden, nobody was staying there. And now they're changing the name. Really? And, And they've ended his licensing deal. Wow. So it does have effect. It does have an effect. It yeah. absolutely does. Yeah. Well, it t- this morning was a big morning, and I'm sure m- much, much more is going to come out about Matt Lauer. I wasn't really all that surprised, just given over the years there have been so many rumors about how difficult he is. I think it's great. I hope a lot of these networks end up considering keeping these women-led morning shows on. Nothing against men. I think if you have a, a guy who, you know, adds to the show and really brings something, then keep him. But sure. I think they've built up these guys, and then they become untouchable. Let me tell you something. If I ever strike it rich and make it big like that, I am having a live-in boyfriend in my dressing room, and every time I walk off set, he's going to get me off. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to be keep drained you. dry. There's not going to be a drop of sexuality in me. He's going to push me right back out on stage and let me do my job no. so I don't mess with any of the stagehands. Boy, I mean, what do you think this means, really, for the future of entertainment? You think anything changes, or you think this is everybody gets fired for a year or two, and then we're going to see Matt Lauer and Charlie Rose team up, and they'll have a show together. Al Franken will be on. I think they're going to bump us up, because everybody's going to need to have a podcast. (laughs) Because that's all they're going to be able to do, is be their own boss and have a podcast. So true. Oh, you're right. Do you know? Shit. God damn it. God, I hope they don't think about that. Maybe we can do a little switcheroo. We'll take their job. They take ours. Yeah, actually, maybe. I think Not so bad. (laughs) Step up for us. (laughs) Exactly. Holy shit, you're right. No, but I think you're going to see a lot of new faces. I think a lot of new people are going to have the opportunity. I mean, because, look, these people hang on to those jobs forever. Oh, Matt Lauer, 20 years. Charlie Rose, 40 years. Like, oh, motherfucker, it's time to move on. Listen, fill somebody up and get the fuck out so I can take your job. I think the question for the networks will be, does anyone care anymore? Like, is anyone going to hang in there with a morning person? Because I'm assuming, like, every part of TV, especially 
cable, like basic cable or um, the networks like ABC, CBS. I mean, I don't think people, aside from football, I don't think people really watch anymore. Well, I guess at some point you just get numb to it, kind of like we did with our president. You know, in the beginning when we first heard the first couple of things, oh my God, do you believe what he said about Mexicans right. and they're rapists and oh my God, this is a horrible and people are dropping out of the Miss Whatever contest, pageant, blah, 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 blah. Listen. You know, you, you keep hearing it, you keep hearing it, and it's like, oh, yeah, that's just crazy Don over there. So at a certain point, I mean, I, I think that people are going to get become numb to this and just say, hey, you know. Is what it is. That was in the past. Locker room talk. Locker room talk, baby. Fuck. That's crazy. Grab him by the pussy. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that comb over. And Harvey Weinstein. Oh, I get. I guarantee is the tiniest dick you've ever seen. Ooh. Ugh. Well, you know who apparently doesn't have the tiniest dick is Terry Crews. Oh. And Terry Crews was grabbed by a, yes, an executive guy. at yes. William Morris Endeavor. Yes. And he just got back to work. So he basically, you know, the allegation was made. Terry Crews made the allegation. And the guy uh, got one month, 30 days suspended with no pay. And he's back to work. So Terry Crews um, tweeted the other day, guess who got a pass? And it was that guy. Oh, my God. Hollywood's crazy, kids. I know. I wish we could convict on dick size. Harvey, Ooh. let us see your cock. Oh, my God. <laughs> that tiny thing? Then you knew he did it. God, well, since we're on the big cock talk. Cock talk. You know who else has be a new segment, at least cock big talk. balls? Who? Army Hammer. Did oh you hear about God. this? Did yes. you hear about his big balls sliding no. out of those shorts? What? God, this is shitty. I, I, I hope, I'm glad we don't have bosses. This is really not good. <laughs> but his balls are no, huge, apparently. And Andy Cohen, when he was on Watch What Happens Live, Andy Cohen was basically asking him because he wore, in the new movie that he has coming out, which we're going to talk about in a little while, he wore some shorts. Um, I think it's Call Me By Your Name, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Which is, it, he plays a gay character. He plays a gay character. in love in well, the 1920s, I, right? I guess the shorts were really short and the balls kept slipping out. So he told Andy Cohen that um, they had to digitally, you know, retract his balls. They basically <laughs> put a little little ice on his balls and made him shrink back up. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, my God. God. I can only hope someday my vagina lips fall out of something. <laughs> Okay. I feel like we've gotten way oh. off track. Oh, my God. Way off track. Speaking of Army yes. Hammer, though, we'll talk about that story because BuzzFeed just did a story and he quit um, He quit Twitter this week. And, you know, we cover everything on this podcast. Yeah. It is anything goes. So, sure. you know, we do news, we do pop culture, we talk about our lives, and then we hopefully do some interviews once in a while that make you think or make you Absolutely. have substance. That's Absolutely. Kind of- Kind of, yeah. First part of it, not so much. Sure. But uh, before we get into, and we have a million stories to get to, um, because I I can't wait to tell you about the rapper who now is questioning if slavery existed. Oh, is he black? (laughs) Yes. Okay. I really want to know your thoughts. You like to pull me into shit like this, don't you? I do. Can't I just have one day free of slave talk? God um, damn. Well, and then I think you'll like this one. More men are identifying themselves as mostly straight. There you go. You got me back. You're back. Okay, I'm back. And then one that I want to talk to you about, too, is this is very fascinating to me, but this month, for the first time, a prosecutor is going to go to jail for tampering with and withholding evidence from the defense on a client. So essentially, this prosecutor worked to try and convict someone that 
could have been innocent, and for the first time ever, they are going to jail. And I, I want to know your thoughts wow. on, yeah, because you know, it is so, that's another thing I could do a whole mess of shows on, is how crazy our justice system is, and how many times people are coerced into false confessions, mm. and then also convicted of something they didn't do, and are in jail, and they're innocent. And lots yeah. of times now, this article is basically saying that prosecutors knowingly withhold evidence mm. to get a guilty conviction, maybe because they're getting pressure from the county or they're getting ca- from the city that they live in or work in, or maybe they're just corrupt. They just want to win. So I want to get into all those. They but, just want to win. And they just want to win. They just want to win. So we'll talk about that. But how was your Thanksgiving? Oh, my God. It was wonderful. What'd you do? Where well, did let you... me tell you something. For the first time, <laughs> I'm, I'm always with my mom for Thanksgiving. But you know my grandmother, my mom's mom um, in Cleveland, who I visit at least every month, sometimes more. Uh, she's 91 now. She's slowing down a little bit. Aww. You know, she's still in her big old house and all that kind of stuff. And she doesn't want to go and live with my aunt or my uncle. So my dad, uh, my parents met in Cleveland when they were in high school. My dad hasn't been to Cleveland on Thanksgiving to visit his sister in years Aww. and years and years. So we decided to take a boys trip. Oh, I love it. My dad and I, let me tell you. The Paul Wharton's because that's the Paul Wharton's senior. That is senior and I'm junior. I I love, oh my God. I really we wish they called you Junior. The best. Well, my mom, they all do. They call me JR. Oh, really? My dad doesn't. He calls me Paul. But the rest of them call me JR. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. Remember Which back you don't at, really look like a junior. Like, you're so your own person. I'm my own person, right? I don't ever really see you as, hey, junior. Exactly. But there was a show, a lot of our listeners don't know, called Dallas. And they, <gasps> there was something called Who I Shot JR? Yes. And it was on t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, no one shot me. I'm still here. <laughs> I mean, literally, it used to bring me to tears. But I digress. <laughs> we had a fantastic time. But I'm going to tell you, it's something really interesting about your parents getting a little older. My dad is so kind. He's such a wonderful man. And I've shared this before on this podcast when I say that the advice that he gives me most is, son, please always be magnanimous, be humble, be kind, like do things for others. And, and also on the business side, he's like, go get the ass, make it happen. Yeah, he's really- Bring home the check. I mean, you know. He's out there doing that as well. But I'm finding as my dad is getting older, he'll have these conversations with me, and I'll secretly pull out my phone and videotape it. I do it all the time because I don't want to miss, you know, any bit of that wisdom. And I, you know, you look up and you see every day somebody just dropped dead. Oh, We actually um, had a photographer friend of ours that shot one of our events at Mervis. Oh my god, when you text me this, I still can't even believe it's real. And this guy wasn't even as old as my father. I think my father's 67 years old. Rob Bailey is his name. He was a fantastic photographer. I, don't, I can't believe he really passed. He I passed really can't. Away. And the, the crazy thing is, you know, he had a couple of grown kids in their 20s. His wife had stage 4 cancer. She was in hospice care. He was taking care of her. So basically on Monday, he dropped I don't know if it was Monday or Tuesday, but earlier in the week, he dropped dead for a heart attack. Oh, my God. And on Friday after Thanksgiving, his wife died. I I know. When you told me all this, I just thought about those kids. Like, how Could you much... Imagine? No, I can't. I can't. You know, my I talk about it all the time in this podcast, but my father passed away from cancer when I was in high school. And then over the years, my mom has had her fair share of, you know, she had a stroke and then she had breast cancer. And I just always am like, oh, my God, please get her to 80. Like, yeah. just get her to 80 yeah. and I'll never... 
want again, sure. you know, because if you're if you have a good relationship with your parents and your family, they're everything to you. And uh, and it sucks. I, I that is the one part about life that I hate is and I try. That's what does bring me every day back to the being conscious, back to being in the moment. Every day I wake up and I'm like, thank God, if everybody in my family's good, mm-hmm. my friends are healthy, I'm here. I don't care, you know, all the fame, all those things are great. And, of course, we aspire to do all that. But that is so minimal if you don't have health, if you don't have family, if you don't have friends. And it's truly as basic as that. And if you don't have a good relationship with your family and they're still living, you know, try to work it out. And really, one thing I tell people because I do it myself, as I stand down my ego. When I'm mm. pumped up, hey, you know what? You know what's wrong with you? Let me tell you what's wrong with you. I said, wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa. Right. Do I really, what's the end goal here? If I want to fix this, I got to do what? Take a breath and I got to stand down my ego. And what dad says, son, be magnanimous. It's basically, right. that means like let all that hot air out, chill the fuck out and try to work it out. So I would just say, if you have somebody in your life, you got to say it today. Tell them you love them, mm-hmm. call them, show up. I mean, it really makes such a huge difference because I can't imagine having the last, you know, five or ten years where my dad and I have become so close. Like, I will be, I don't know what my response would be if my dad passed or whatever. Oh, I don't even want to think right. about it. But I do know that I'll have no regrets. Right. See, yeah. that's a good feeling mm-hmm. to have because lots yeah. of people live with lots and lots of regrets. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you got to have a good Thanksgiving. Thank you. I was up in Maine. People have tweeted and messaged me, did Dan get his Thanksgiving dinner and all the <laughs> traditions? I was like, yes. He got all the traditions. We did a turkey. We did the mashed potatoes. It went off without a hitch. It was like all good. Yeah. Uh, so he had a great Thanksgiving. We all did. And then um, it was really fun because I got to see some of my old high school friends. We all got together and had drinks down at this bar in in um, Brunswick, Maine. Wow. And, well, I want to go there with you. Oh, my God. That you got to like come so in this summer. That so much fun. Brunswick, Maine for drinks at the bar. Ooh. <laughs> that does sound like fun. I want to go. <laughs> yeah, until yeah. you get to the bar. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. It and I ordered my my um, my gimlet up with a twist, shaken, uh, not stirred, how frothy. How a sea dog uh, <laughs> brew? <laughs> No, we, oh, beer. Oh, honey, I don't drink beer. Okay, well, um, your choices are going to be real limited. I tried to order a rosé. It was like the worst. Sh- I'm like, oh, my God. Honestly, God, I think it came from a box. Like, I think they really did. Like, they cracked open a box and they cut a hole in the top and they started pouring it from the spout. I was like, that wasn't really what I had in mind for rosé, but this will do. Okay, okay. So we had a great time. It was awesome to catch up with some old friends. And, and that, too, just reminds you of how quickly time passes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know about you, but since I school we've actually lost a couple people and yeah. very young age so yeah. um but it was great it was great to see them and they all listen to the podcast and they they find it very comical <laughs> like all the stuff that we're doing so so who made his food who made dance with your mom? Well, uh, yeah, she did a lot of it. My brother did the turkey. Okay. Um, and my mom did a couple sides, but then Dan cooked for the first time. We made a pumpkin pie together. Very nice. We made him do the biscuits. I was like, if you want this shit, you're cooking it. Right. So get in there. Get. Your I don't cook on. no biscuits. <laughs> right. Exactly. Love it. So I made him get in there, and he did it. And then he like was looking up all these recipes the next day. So he made some pot pie where you yeah. throw all the fixings just in this pie, cover it with gravy and a crust. I was. 
just like, all right, you get it. Wow. You get it. Well, I am so thankful for so much, but I do want to share. Um, you remember I did that event with Jennifer Lewis? Yes, which which looked like it went off without a hitch. Oh it looked amazing. Oh, my God. You guys, if you all don't know who Jennifer Lewis is, please Google her. But she's currently starring on the hit sitcom Blackish on and ABC. And she plays the guy's mother, right? She plays Anthony Anderson's mother. There you go. Thank and you. she is amazing, okay? She did not know that I really did read her book. You know how sometimes they send you the book in advance and you don't really? I read the damn book, okay? Oh, I knew dates, you. times, people's places, like the whole nine. Um, I also know another movie she made called Jackie's Back. It was a 1999 Lifetime original movie with cameos by everybody. Bette Midler, Dolly Parton, Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, just everybody was in this movie. So it's basically about this, um, an old R&B star that's, you know, she got into show business at the age of like five. Okay. And she became a big star and then she fell off and she's having her big comeback. Jackie's Back. So one thing, um, there, Marcia Dyson, a good friend of mine, when, when Jennifer Lewis came in, I announced her, and I gave her a big announcement. She came in, and everybody was sitting. She was like, oh, fuck that. I'm leaving. <laughs> so she goes back out, and I'm like, y'all better get up. So I do it again. Introducing the one, the only, the magnificent Jennifer Lewis. And she comes in. Y'all motherfuckers better stand up. Everybody was on their feet. It was fantastic. <laughs> so then Marcia decides to have like this sister girl moment right in the beginning of the event. I just want to tell you how special you've been, how much you've meant to me, how much you've inspired me, and all of these women. You know, and Jennifer it's just like not really on that vibe ah. so I'm like well let me tell you what I'm thankful for in terms of you when people come into my house I have like four big pictures of me like Andy Warhol's and they say oh Paul it's kind of a bit much and I say do you think if you went into Whitney Houston's house she'd have a picture of another bitch on her wall <laughs> Which is a line from Jackie's back. So she loved that. I said, well, thank you for that. And the other thing is, I don't schedule anything between two and three, because she sang a movie in Jackie's back. It said, don't look for me between two and three, because I'll be at the beauty shop. <laughs> so, hey, I live by it. But we have become the best of friends. We talk every day on the phone for like 30 minutes. Oh, my God. Well, I love that. I saw that. And you guys were in the Washington Post. I think they did yes. an article. We made the Washington Post style yeah. section, the front page of the style section the other day, which was fantastic. And so I'm thankful of that. And... Oh, my God. I know we're looking at pulling it all together, your book. So, Paul, <clears throat> I'm staring at it right now. I didn't realize this was going to be in hard copy. Um, but Paul's book is in, and I love your quotes from Vivica A. Fox, a must buy for every woman that wants to be her most fabulous. And then the industry is lucky to have Paul. He's fantastic from Betsy Johnson. Pulling it all together, the hardcover book is here. Isn't that something? Paul, yes. So these are some advanced copies and anybody that wants to see my mother's reaction, I actually had to stare at this box. So my publisher sent me a few advanced copies. The book actually comes out on January 16th. But um, it's pre-order now. You can get it on Amazon, on Walmart, on Barnes & Noble, Target com all those I'm places buying. you can buy. please oh my please God. and it's and it's on sale but listen would you have the willpower to look at your book in a box unopened and not just pop it open uh no probably not I think I'd want to see it immediately exactly I did too but you know what I wanted to share that moment with my mom and so if anybody wants to see that it's on my Instagram Paul Wharton style I surprised my mom I drove two hours mm-hmm. to Delaware with the box three days later and I opened the book with her and she just really had I a just, moment I know I love all the <laughs> 
He looked good I'm just me. scrolling through the book, and like Paul's running on the beach at one point. Ah, it's just hysterical. Ah, and the, I'm sorry, the one of you doing yoga looks ah, so. <laughs> yeah, that's my do friend Perry yoga? Bradley. Yes, I do yoga. <laughs> You can't see it. No. What's wrong with you? What do you think I do? Just, just uh, drink uh, martinis all day. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's more. That's more how I picture you. Uh, Well, this is awesome. Congrats on the book. It looks really good. You should be very proud. I'm very proud. You're actually mentioned in that book. You're acknowledged in the back of that book. What? Well, yes. Oh, now, oh, now. What? Where? You're in the acknowledgments oh, page. Oh, that's very kind of you. Oh my gosh. There's a lot of people I acknowledge, but I mean, I really acknowledge the people that I really. Yes. That have really helped me through this process. So yes, you're you're in there. So check it out. I can't wait to get my copy. So Amazon, you can pre-order. Pull yeah, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Target, Walmart, it's everywhere. Uh, by the way, this weekend you can also come out and see us. We are working with Mervis Diamonds. Yes. In Tyson's Corner, they're having their massive trunk show. Um, you can shop with Paul. We're going to be there twelve to two. Paul's going to be helping you pull it all together, <laughs> which is so good. You better tell me what your budget is up front. You know I like to spend other people's money. Otherwise, it'll be a hundred grand. <laughs> Yes. Um, but also you can win a safari. Yes. Um, this is their location in Tyson's Corner. It's right at the Tyson's Mall. It's yeah. right there at Mervis Way. Yeah, 1900 um, Mervis Way. It mm-hmm. actually starts Friday night. So yeah. you can go all weekend long. They have jewelry vendors from all over the country. Jewelry starting at $300. Pink diamonds that Ooh. go up to a million dollars. But Would I really want, want pink that diamond? safari trip. I don't know. You know, it's funny. I was thinking about that. They're also going to have blue diamonds there, okay. which I don't know if I've ever seen a blue diamond. Mm-hmm. Blue diamonds, yellow diamonds, pink, I guess all the colors that you can think of that they have diamonds in. Um, wow. I don't know. For some reason, I love pink, but I don't know. Yeah, you know, J-Lo started that, but then she also <laughs> ended it, too, I think. You know what I mean? It's kind of like it started and ended with J-Lo. I, yeah, do you, would you want one? Don't be fooled by the box that she got. She's still she's still Jenny from the block. A long way from the block, folks. First she had a little, now she has a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. <laughs> and J-Rods. <laughs> uh, so anyway, be sure to check us out. Check that event out. If you want more details, you can go to MervisDiamond.com. You can go to PaulWhartonStyle.com, HeyFrage.com. It'll give you all the details and location, but it kicks off Friday night. Um, a couple of stories that we wanted to talk about. So we were discussing Army Hammer, the actor. Uh, he quit Twitter this week after a BuzzFeed article came out basically trashing him. And I have to tell you, the article was actually a must read. It was really mm. good. Um, but it was written by a writer who essentially says that Army Hammer, 10 long years of making Army Hammer happen, and how many second chances a wealthy white guy has okay. received in Hollywood because Army Hammer is part of the Armand Hammer baking soda oil uh, tycoon family. I know we were just talking sexual harassment, but I just got hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. Armand Hammer. Are you kidding? The one that's in the back of my grandmother's icebox? That's the one. Oh, hell. And Army, Jackpot. I know. he. Army Hammer, by the way, claims that he does not have a trust fund. This is what the article says. Okay. Which basically, I just got flaccid. <laughs> Sorry. It just, it's, uh, as soon as it started, it's over Well, now. do you really believe that? I think it's bullshit. I mean, come on. The, the article goes on to say how Army Hammer constantly tries to downplay his wealth and his, his family ties and always is trying to make you seem like he's just an ordinary guy. But th- where the article gets fascinating is it basically says that over the years, Army has kind of hired his own PR team and his own Hollywood... Um, you know, kind of marketing machine, if you will, that keeps Army Hammer going despite the fact that he's been in numerous flops. 
The Lone Ranger with Johnny Depp. They go on and on. He was also in Nate Parker's film. Um, I remember, of course, Nate Parker came out with a alleged, there was alleged rape allegations mm-hmm. against him. Um, and he's in this new movie, Call Me By Your Name, which is supposed to be resurrecting his career. But essentially, this writer goes on to say that his career has been in the tubes for years and he shouldn't be given these this many second chances. Huh. What do you think about that? I, I, I feel like I it's a little know. bit of a witch hunt, yeah. sort of. I kind of got what she was saying, but I'm like, really? I think it's got the bitter taste of a hater on there. Well, that's what he wrote. He was wrote. Look, you're, he wrote her back on Twitter and said, "You're chronologic. You're you're chronica. No, how am I saying? Chronologically, you're, yeah. Or chronologically, that, no, that's the, you're correct. Like, so okay. the timeline she put together of his career was absolutely right. But he was like, "You're bitter as fuck. Like, yeah. You know, and he's like, "I'm just done with this. That you know, maybe I'm just a guy that really enjoys acting. Right. And I just keep my career going. Um, but the article was fascinating to read. Because it essentially goes on to say that white men in Hollywood are given a lot more second chances than women, minorities, other people. And that even though he's had multiple flops, he still continues to get jobs. Well, I think people that are from, you know, wealthy, famous families are given more opportunities. I mean, look at the Today Show. Look at the, look at the, the Kennedys. Look at the Bush girls. Want your life back? Order Hungry Root. It's actually as simple as that. Truly, Hungry Root is the best meal kit service I have ever worked with because they have meals that take 12 minutes. Guys, if you are a busy mom like I am, KJ now just started swim lessons. And on the night that he has swim lessons, we're not home until six. I'm trying to make dinner, trying to get him rested and down for bedtime. When I see that number 12, and I know in 12 minutes I can have a healthy meal, I'm turned on. All right? (laughs) You will be too. Hungry Roots website, so easy to use as well. You just go, you can type in a type of cuisine or if you like chicken, or you can do preset where you tell them you're vegetarian, keto, or you're a meat lover. Right now, get 40% off. My listeners are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS and get 40% off your first delivery and get your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Don't forget to use my link so they know who sent you and get 40% off right now and free veggies for life. 10 years ago, I lost 60 pounds mindful eating, and today I have kept the weight off. I never think about food. I never count calories. Honey, I don't even use one of those darn trackers or apps. I live with food freedom, and I want that for you if you are ready and you want it. And that's where My Optimal Body comes into play. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment, and be sure to let them know that the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. That is myoptimalbody.com to request an appointment. Why I wanted to partner with Dr. Applin is because he is a doctor that gets to the cellular and gut reason of why you can't lose weight and keep it off. They also work with your mental capacity as well. So many of us are emotional eaters. They address that and their clients see long-term success. If you are ready to lose weight, keep it off, and you don't want to do crazy Ozempic, myoptimalbody.com and tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you. Do you hear that? That is the sound of the brand new and delicious You Natural Conception for Her in their juicy strawberry gummy flavored. 
oh my, this is now my favorite thing to take. It's a fertility aid. If you haven't heard about them, they are unbelievable with thousands of five-star reviews on Amazon. Go and read them for yourself. And they're famous for their conception for her and conception for him formula, which Schman, my hubby, has been taking for over a month because it takes two to tango. Conception for her fertility aid is well-researched, baby. They have ingredients like ashkawanda, zinc, magnesium that can help you on that journey to have a healthy baby. So what are you waiting for? Go and order now. You're going to love it, and I want to hear from you. Check out You Natural on Amazon and use code FRASER20 for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle. That's EU Natural on Amazon, or follow the link on our website for 20% off Conception for Her, Conception for Him, and the Conception Bundle with the promo code Frasier 20. That's F R A S E R. The number's two zero. Hero breads. Oh my gosh. Chef's kiss. Do you love carbs? I'm obsessed. Give me a croissant. Give me a tortilla, baby, every day, slathered with some hummus. Yes, please. And then a lot of veggies, a little turkey burger in it. Okay. Um, that's my own proprietary sandwich. Thanks. <laughs> Hero breads right now offering 10% off. Go to hero.com. Co. Enter the promo code TSFS. You are getting 10% off. Now, Hero Bread is so delicious and flavorful, soft, fluffy. In fact, so fluffy that KJ loves it slathered with butter and cinnamon every day. They're known for their products to have zero to one grams of net carbs, zero sugar, and high in fiber. So what are you waiting for? Don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use the code TSFS at checkout. That's TSFS at H-E-R-O dot C-O. I mean, I'm sorry. They did not earn those spots as, you know, contributors, co-hosts, whatever on the Today Show. They're not that fucking good to me. Now, I said it. (laughs) Now, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. If their last name wasn't Bush, they wouldn't be. Billy Bush. All of them. Yeah, Billy Bush. Exactly. I mean, there's a lot, you know, they just step step into the role. Yeah, I think you're right. There is. You know why his career is in a tank? Why? Grab him by the pussy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. See? What do you think, though, happens? Do you think these people, they just have powerful, their family has powerful connections, so they can automatically yes. call well, up? Well, they all went to school with now uh, the president of the Harvard network and, and the this, and they're in those private clubs like that movie a long time ago where they, you know, with the, the prep school boys, and they were all in the, the, the secret club, secret society. Oh, sure, sure, at Harvard. Do you know yeah, what I'm talking yeah, yeah. about? Okay. Like all that crazy shit. But basically, I'm from Cleveland, okay? East 99th Street. Anything you see, you see that book has a hardcover? I did that. <laughs> Ain't nobody make this motherfucker happen. I always think, too, to myself, I feel like people relate much better to people that aren't from a dynasty. You right. know what I mean? Like, right. I, I always think of Jenna Bush, and I, I like her. I mean, I think she does have kind of a funky personality, but yeah. I always think, do people really identify? Yeah. Because most people watching the Today Show are much older. Sure. You know, millennials are not watching. Our, our demographic isn't watching Today Show. So do people identify with Jenna Bush? But, you know, I guess I was just making a point. It's so funny. Whenever I... I shit on somebody I feel bad within like one minute and so I probably shouldn't have pulled her specifically but I just feel like 
the opportunity for people to even respond on an email at those organizations. I mean, shit, probably even where we work. I mean, you know, it's right. tough to get in. Yeah. You know, once and you're it's in, it's in. really tough to get in. It's tough to move around. It's tough to advance. And I just find that in general, um, if people have family connections and they have money and they have fame, it's easier for them to move around. Not saying that they can't be good at what they do. So I don't believe that yeah, just they, because... Army Hammer isn't a good actor... Just because Arm and Hammer. Uh, okay, I'm He's somewhere no right, right in between. Okay, oh, no, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm back. Uh, do you believe this, that more men than ever are identifying um, as, quote, mostly straight? Uh, this is a new survey that was done, a new research on male sexuality frequently combines uh, men as saying they're more identifying as gender fluid than ever before or bisexual. You think that's true? Do you think they'd admit it, though, is the question. Oh, you're smoking a cigarette? What's that? I'm going to sip my martini. <laughs> I mean, are you really asking I mean, me this? You, yeah, because you've slept with a lot of, uh, not a lot, well, but. I've slept with. with. I mean, I've had relationships with. with. I mean, you know, we've loved each other, Sarah. Don't cheapen it. This is my life we're speaking well, I of here. I want to be a slut. That's Until my it's a memoir, is. it's a relationship. Until um, I get my memoir deal, then I'm going to say, you know, that I just left with I wish them. I hooked up with so many more people. And actually, I recently <laughs> ran into, I've been meaning to tell, talk about this in the podcast. I was so disappointed with myself. I recently ran into a longtime listener. She was like, hey, you know, you gave me some really good advice five years ago. And you told me, you know, to not have sex with people, like not sleep around. I was like, I did? That's what? horrible advice. Why didn't I, why did I tell you that? And she's like, I don't know. You were telling me to respect my body and that I should, I was like, I was? But now I want to be a whore. It's so mindful, sucks. but what about your mindful living business? You can mindfully fuck. Ah! <laughs> boom. There you go. Okay, shots fired. <laughs> uh, mostly straight, apparently, according to this article, doesn't mean secretly gay. The research was done has found that a mostly straight identity remains remains moderately stable over time. It's if a mostly straight individual drifts, the moment the movement is usually between a straight and a mostly straight identity, almost never toward a bisexual or gay. I don't, I don't understand agree this. with that at all. This finding challenges the widespread belief that a mostly straight man is in reality someone who is gay but is afraid to emerge from the closet. The whole part of point of this article is that mostly straight men tend to be exceptionally pro-gay. Isn't mostly straight the same as bisexual? I think so too, but they say no, that this is a new this is a new term of mostly straight and it means that you are exceptionally pro-gay, but you are not necessarily bi. I don't so even mostly know straight anymore. means that they might give it a chance if they've had enough to drink or right. you know But they don't actively date other men. Right. Okay. Well, I've been with. I mean, those. I dated a lot of those guys. Mostly straight. They also go on to say a mostly straight man exhibits patterns of sexual and romantic attraction, fantasy, and infatuation that are distinctly unique from other men. Though to be clear, he leans closer to the straight. So I'm assuming. So you have an infatuation with a guy, but you're still hooking up with a woman, yep. and you're not by God. This is confusing. You know, it's interesting. When guys see, like, their girlfriend kiss another girl, and they're like, oh, my God, yeah, so hot. She's hooking up with that girl. Yeah, it's so hot. It's more human nature. And I think that, but if the guy does it, the girl freaks out. And, oh, my God, he's going to be gay and all this kind of stuff. Like, I tell my girlfriends, look, 
If your guy is trying to tell you something, don't freak out. Let it all come out. Right. You know, almost encourage it a bit so you can get to the truth. Right. Because it doesn't necessarily mean he doesn't love you, but there may be something that he's looking to explore. Maybe he had an experience before and it turned him on, something like that. I mean, it happens. I mean, I... You know, had a little fling with that girl a while back. Yes, you see, know? that was great. Now, I don't identify as mostly gay. I identify as gay, even though, you know, I have had a, you know, sexual relations with a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like to share that, but <laughs> it's bad oh, for my it's career. Totally it's totally bad for my career. Look, really? I can't come out as straight. <laughs> I'd be like everybody, you know, the competition I'd have. If I'm just another straight guy walking around here? I don't think so. No. You're still distinctly I like to be the only. The only. The only. See, and the other thing I don't, the other reason I don't like to tell women that is because I don't want them coming on to me. It makes me uncomfortable. Really? I don't. Like, let me make that move. Okay. Well, that seems like kind of a straight. I don't want women, like, you know, as soon as I say, oh, yeah, you know, I screwed with this girl for a little while. Then then they're always like, oh, yeah, what else do you want another cocktail? I'm like, don't start it. (laughs) Back the fuck up. I know what you're doing. You are not going to use my own moves on mostly straight guys on me. You know what I'm saying? I do that to mostly straight guys. You can't use that shit on me. You want a cocktail? I do. Yeah. Hook it up. Um, B.O.B. You know the um, the rapper B.O.B. who did the famous song Airplanes? I don't. Um, okay, I'll pull up the song for okay. you. Well, anyway, he recently started a GoFundMe campaign in September aiming to bankroll his quest to prove that the earth is flat. I think it's absolutely ridiculous that there are still people that legitimately believe this. But then he wrote this week that he's thinking about starting a new GoFundMe because he doesn't believe slavery really exists. Oh, existed. He says, have you ever seen a slave ship? They find a billion-year-old dinosaur bone, but you can't find any slave ships, he wrote on Instagram. They say slavery lasted 400 years. America is only 250 years old. You ever seen a slave ship? Anyway, uh, and so he actually is legitimately trying to find this. Slavery is not in my DNA. This was a hashtag that he used. He's also not sure, as I mentioned, if the planet is uh, round or not. And now he's considering doing a GoFundMe. Oh, my God. No one can possibly support this, right? Well, if you want to ask anybody about the earth being round or flat, you can refer to my friend Sherry Shepard, who in her first week at The View. Oh, yeah. Didn't she say that? She said that. I don't know if it's round or flat. I just care if I can feed my baby. Something like that. I mean, it it haunted her for years. I mean, I have talked to her about it in person. It just... So, no, we've pretty much realized that it's it's round. I mean, I just can't even believe it. So to this date, he's try- he was trying to raise a million dollars for the whole thing of the earth being flat. And he's, he's at 6872 I think he should focus on his music and make his music well, good. I mean, I don't know him, but I mean, you know, that doesn't mean I would anything, say that's but. why he's having to do this GoFundMe. But anyway, his next one, I mean, can you believe? But then, of course, I hate all these things because then I think to myself, wait a minute. Have they ever found a slave ship? Like, I need to know. Like, okay, that's. Girl, I can't get into all that. I got a book to sell. And I got, you know, I mean, sometimes it's just, it's crazy. Christmas time. I ain't hung my. I didn't put my tree up yet. I gotta get some, you know, stocking stuffers. I can't really deal with the four hundred years of slavery right now. Well, how about this? How do you feel about this? I thought, you know, there's a ton of parents that listen to our podcast, and I thought this discussion was so fascinating. But and it actually came through like a Girl Scouts of America article. But it essentially says that raising your daughter happy and healthy, you need to tell her that she does not owe anybody a hug at Thanksgiving or Christmas okay. or any holiday. Love 
love it. They say that once you start encouraging your kid, like, oh, your uncle just got here, go give him a big hug, or auntie gave you that nice toy, go give her a big kiss. When you're worried your child might not offer affection on their own, um, you need to consider their future. If you're willingly telling a person, like, do this, do this, eventually when these girls get older, they are less likely to find an issue with sexual harassment or people touching them because they've sort of been said condition like, oh, hey, yeah, do that. Hmm. One way to think about it. They always they go on to say that she's going to feel as though when she grows up that if a guy buys her dinner or something like that, she needs to show him affection. You think hmm. there's any truth to this article? Maybe a bit. I've always been of the mindset that you have to really guide kids and, and teach them how to be respectful mm. and and kind and compassionate and, and a bit caring. Because if not, we've all gone and, and been around our friends' kids and they're assholes. Yeah. And the friend doesn't say anything to them. It's just like, hello, an adult walked into the room. Shit, you don't have to hug me, but shake my hand, do something, fist bump, say, hey, Uncle Paul, uh, Mr. Wharton, something. Yeah, acknowledge Stand up. the person. Acknowledge, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there is a certain point to that. I can see that person's reasoning, but I do think it is on us because it does take a village sometimes if the parents are a little bit lax to encourage these young kids to kind of respect their elders and older people and even their contemporaries so that when they get out into the real world, you know, they won't have such a hard time. I loved, I thought this article was great and I think it applies for little boys too. Mm -hmm. I think you can go up to somebody and say thank you, but hugging them I or giving them a kiss or, um, no, I mean, I kiss my uncles on the lips, like some of them. That so. lip shit, I don't really do. And when people do that to me, I'm kind of like, oh, okay, I mean, I'll do it. But It's only my gay uncles, but right. I've always given them a little kiss on the lips. Is that kind of weird? You want to say yes? No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's weird. But I'm just not from a family where the kids kiss the adults on the lips. Really, we like kiss on the cheek. I don't even know when it started. I think when I got older, they always gave me a smooch on the lips. Just my gay uncles, though. It's kind of weird though, because adults do all kind of shit with their lips, and like you know, oh. you're, you're expo- oh oh pl- oh please. Oh, you were just talking about sticking your finger up Dan's butt the other week. <laughs> now, now you're so horrified. Well, I try by what you do with your lips. <laughs> Yeah, those lips right there. Oh, yeah. You do a little well, something. Well, yeah, but your finger you can wash. People yeah. People aren't, like, washing their tongues. They should. Yeah, but you can wash, but sometimes, you know, that stuff stays. <laughs> I mean, I thought this article was yeah. great. And I'm trying to think when I was younger, I don't think my parents ever said, oh, go give so-and-so a hug. I don't think they ever did. But yeah, we were taught not to be rude. Like, go up and say something to your grandparents. They like, you know, I, it's hard to say, but I would be curious. Because, you know, you guys can always email us. Uh, it's Sarah at HeyFrage.com. It's Paul Wharton Style at Yahoo.com. You can follow us on social media. I'm on at HeyFrage on everything. So you can tweet us. Um, and at Paul Wharton on Twitter. It's, yeah. all, it's Paul Wharton, right? It sure is. So tweet us and let us know if you have kids. What do you encourage them to do? Oh. I think it's great that, you know, and the thing is, is like I found with my niece, you know, my niece is 11. The girl, the young Young women today and the young girls are so much more assertive than I was. I mean, I'm way too nice anyway, but they're so much more assertive. And even our interns, I feel like they're like, um, no, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Or I need more detail. I don't know. They, they really question you more. <laughs> no, you know how I do. We'll be in a group text and then I, and then I bounce out and then text you directly. Like, you know, I'm not feeling any of this, right? <laughs> You know I'm not here for any of this, I don't you? I admire the girl. I think the women now are like much more like, okay, this is what I want, and they stand up for themselves. Irene 
was great at that. I always thought Irene was really yeah. good at going, yes, I'll do this, no, I won't. And it's awesome because people always want to know where you stand. Yeah. And I've always been way too nice. Well, I'm into saying what doesn't work for me. You are, you're so good at that, too. I love when we're at meetings and you're like, I'm sorry, but uh, I would never do that or I would never stay there. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> yeah, no. And, in fact, right now I have to go. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> You've used your time up. If you'd like to offer me something right now awesome and you have your checkbook on you. I'll stay. Other than that, deuces. <laughs> and pull my car up and validate my parking. <laughs> You're so good. And then I give them a kiss on I'm the lips sometimes. <laughs> I've learned a lot from you. No wasting time. No wasting time. Uh, also, there's a couple other stories we wanted to get to. For the first time ever, a prosecutor is going to go to jail. You think this is a good idea? This is another one I totally support. Hey, be accountable for what you do. I mean, especially you hold somebody's life in your hands. Really. I think it is unbelievable what some of the prosecutors, I'm sure there's amazing, amazing prosecutors in this country, but um, in Texas, a former prosecutor and judge, Ken Anderson, pled guilty to intentionally failing to disclose evidence in a case that sent an innocent man, Michael Morton, to prison for the murder of his wife. When trying the case as a prosecutor, Anderson possessed evidence that may have cleared Morton, including statements from the crimes only eyewitness that Martin wasn't the culprit. Anderson sat on the evidence and then watched Morton get convicted. Morton remained in prison for 25 years. Anderson's career flourished and he eventually became a judge. In the deal that he recently made this month, Anderson pled to criminal contempt and will have to give up his law license, perform 500 hours of community service, and spend 10 days in jail. 10 days, that's it? Wow. God, that doesn't seem like nearly enough. It's not enough. But what makes this plea noteworthy is not that Anderson engaged in in misconduct that sent an innocent man to prison, but indeed, while most prosecutors and police officers are ethical and take their constitutional obligations seriously, government misconduct, including disclosure breaches uh, known as Brady violations, occurs so frequently. And this is the first time there's been a wrongful conviction and that prosecutor spending any amount of time in jail. God, he should have been sentenced as many years as he sent that guy away for. That's the thing. That's the thing. And, you know, when these people are sent to jail, like um, even like the Central Park Five, you know, they get out of jail and then the city settles with them and the person says, oh, I got a million dollars. A million fucking dollars over all those years you spent. Right. Really, it's minimal. It's very tiny, the amount of money they get rewarded compared to their earning potential. Oh, absolutely. And and they're they're like, you can never really pay somebody back. But I'm just telling you right now, you send me to jail for some shit. You better not come with me with no million dollars. I know. Can you imagine? No, no, no. Uh -uh. No, we going all, uh uh-uh. I'm calling Monique Pratley. Y'all know I'm lawyered up. I'm calling everybody. Ginsburg. No, I'm telling everybody. Black, white, mean black woman, angry Jewish man, all of them. (laughs) I don't think you ever have to worry. (laughs) But I thought that was amazing. And and by the way, um, we, I'm feeling under the weather, so hopefully I'm not repeating myself. But I was out recently in Leesburg, and I had a husband, husband and wife come over to me, and they were like, oh, my God. You know, we love Fox 5. We watch, the, you know, you guys on Fox 5. And um, the Leesburg Police Department listens to the podcast. What? I said, oh, God, I hope not. I feel like sometimes we're, like, anti-establishment on this podcast. I'm not anti-police. I love the police. Oh, you do? Especially okay. when I'm rolling out to Signature or out to Dallas Airport. And I'm coming back through at 2 o'clock in the morning. And I'm like, Lord, please. You know, you get off a plane sometimes. You come back through in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. I do that a lot. Yeah, Coming sure. from Dallas because I park out there sometimes. It's a big mistake. I should just take Uber. <laughs> it's 
But I still have a fear of uh, driving while black. I do. Oh, I'm sure. I. What do I look like to you? Because when I said that on the show. Oh, yeah, we're People like having a we're, we're having a personal conversation, and the podcast is still rolling. That's okay. what it is. Let, we're let always me, personal yeah. on this podcast. Well, let me just set the scene. So I did a um, a segment on Fox Five um, where I had noticed with my mom because she asked me to touch base with her a lot. Oh, we, call me when you get there, uh, and I'm like, no, I don't know what time. I don't know where I'm going. You don't know what? Yeah, well, I don't know if there. I'm going to get. Home. I don't know if I'm going home tonight. You know, I'm just saying that sure. even though I go home. But really, I just don't want her sitting up waiting for me. What I realized is it was kind of a joke to me, but when I thought about it a little bit more, she has a serious fear of me, like something happening to me. Sure. I drive a fancy car, and I'm out and about, and she just thinks that something's going to happen to me, maybe by the police. She does say that. So there's a bit of a fear that I have. Um, if it's too late at night, I never drive, even if I'm not drinking. Really? Yeah, because I don't want to go through it, because what if they don't know that Paul Wharton shit? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> but they're like, uh, no, no, I've never seen you, and I don't give a fuck, and get out the car but right what, now. when you said this on Fox, people were like, oh, they Well, people wrote in on Twitter saying, trust me, when the police see you, being black isn't the first thing they think. <gasps> yeah, things terrible. like that. And then somebody else was like... Look at Paul Wharton trying to act like he's a black man. Sit down, queen. Yeah, oh like my God. Oh, yeah, all these people come for me for real. Oh yeah, girl, you didn't know. Oh my God, <laughs> I need to follow the hashtags. Yeah, right. For so, good day. Right. Really? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes. I mean, but mostly it's <laughs> positive. But that was people's response. So I was a little bit taken aback. Because I was like, well, if they don't think that they see black, what do they see? I you know? feel like they just feel like you're a gay man, maybe, and that, uh, you know, I think maybe they're judging they, maybe you on your because hair. They're, they're, maybe they're saying I don't look intimidating or by their standards. Do you know? I, yeah, apparently. I mean, that must be what people are saying. I, I, I don't really know. But the feeling I have, uh, because I'm very connected to my blackness and who yeah, I you am are. as a person. I mean, just as a person. And, you, you know, and I have friends and lovers of all ethnicities <laughs> and family members of all ethnicities. You sure. know, Chip, my mom's husband, he's white. Um, I've had many white boyfriends, many, many. Uh, <laughs> you know? Oh, I've dated all the yeah, white I've dated guys. all the white guys. Um, so, I don't know, but I still do feel that way. It's interesting being in the car late with the white person. <laughs> Why are they totally relaxed? Child! <laughs> they light up a damn joint. They speeding through the light. I'm like, that light was yellow. They're like, <laughs> I'm like, slow your ass down. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. Slow down. I'm looking over my shoulder. I'm looking at the rearview mirror. I'm looking left, right. And I'm just a passenger. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm freaking the fuck out. That's Do you so, have any fear of driving late no, at night? No, I don't. I mean, I have a fear because my driving record's so shitty, so I always okay. try to not give them my license. They're like, ma'am, your license? I'm like, well, are you sure? I mean, you know, this really could be resolved very easily. Ma'am, we need your license. How are you well, going to, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. back how up. About... How are you going to resolve it easily? What is going on? <laughs> but let me find out. Sarah, I'm always like giving them signals and I blow them. Uh... <laughs> Uh, like doing something with my mouth, like this could be easily resolved, sir. Okay, so I usually get hate from the women. They like never. Let they me don't just even tell you something. Play. The next time 
I you're rolling through Leesburg, you're going to get, get the, pulled over. I get the boobs out. <laughs> hey, I know this is a tiny rack, but it'll do. <laughs> it'll do the job. Ma'am, we need your license. And they go back, and I have like eight criminal speeding things. They're like, we're going to get a ticket for $400. You're like, fuck. Oh, my God. I don't drive anymore. That's why I don't have a car. Yeah. Absolutely not. Pull but up you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to get over that. I think I'm actually going to work on that and not allow that to continue to be a part of my mindset because I've gotten over a lot of things. Yeah, you that, are. You don't really see like sexual harassment doesn't slow you down. You know what I mean? You're not a person that takes things personally. I don't think, which yeah, I love. And I think I, I'm I hope afraid I'm... of people abusing their power and it resulting in my death. That's what. That's what oh, I think. Oh, you know okay, I mean? okay. I see. So that's the fear. So that's that's why that one sticks, and the other ones. Anything I can control, I can get over. But if I can't control mm. the situation and de-escalate a situation, because who knows? Sure. I've seen it on video, and it's just like, wait, I'm reaching for my wallet. Uh, what? Okay, I'm dead. Okay, that's not good. I know. You I know? know. Well. You know, I mean, like, this all started with a shout out to the Leesburg. <laughs> but, you know, I'd love to have an officer on Come to get their on. perspective yes. on this. Well, Paul is the guy that I met. Paul is the guy that I met at the restaurant. I went to Ford's Fish Shack and he was there with his wife and they actually just sent me an email. I was going to try and bring it up. Uh, and he was like, oh, my God. My, he was a he's a former police officer. Actually, he might have been a cop, too. And he's like, oh, my God, my colleague loves your podcast. Like he listens to you guys every week. It's his therapy. I'm like, wow, OK, this is great. Like we're actually helping police um, find calmness. That's awesome. Well, let's shout them out and maybe maybe one of them will come on the podcast. Huge shout out to them. I was going to try and pull, pull up Paul's um, email here. But anyway, uh, so yeah, I thought it was really, really great. Here it is. He writes to uh, Sarah, my wife and I met you a couple weeks ago at Ford's in Ashburn. My wife said I embarrassed you because it was a night out for you and Dan and I shouldn't have made you talk about work. Sorry for that. But I told my best friend, Bill, the co-worker of mine who absolutely loves the podcast, that I met you and he is super jealous. I just want to say thank you again. I've seen you on TV dozens of dozens of times. It was very cool actually being able to meet you in person, Paul. So that's awesome. Huge shout out to them. Yeah, we need a cop hey, on this Bill. show. Bill, get on here and tell yeah. us about what our fears should be. Oh my God. And I are there any mostly straight cops around there at Leesburg? Oh my God. Yeah, this guy. They. they I bet they're probably God, hot. They're I feel like hot. more cops are really jacked. They look really yeah. great. We have our next live podcast show coming up <laughs> December 15th. Yes, we do. At the DC Improv. It will sell out. It so will get sell your out. Tickets. Get your tickets. This is our holiday show. It's our holiday show. We are uh, going to be in a very festive You're going to dress like an elf? What are we going to do? Should I do the whole show as an elf? I don't know. We were going to be Sunny and Sherry, remember? I know. We were thinking about doing that. But then I'm like, it's not very holiday like. Exactly. You know what? We will be. I'll be like Siegfried and you be Roy. <laughs> He's Roy the one in a wheelchair. Oh, sorry. Thanks a lot. Okay. Who's going to bring in the tie here? Okay. Thanks. I have to come out in the wheelchair? Okay. Oh, my God. Sorry, Sarah. Thanks a lot. Anyway, DCImprov.com. Go get your tickets. We'll see you December 15th. We're going to have fun. I'm going to tell you something. That is going to be a fun night. Oh, my God. We're going to have so much fun. And it is sort of, you know, because we're so busy, we only do now like about two live podcast shows a year. I know. So we're not going to do another one again until probably June or July of 2018. And are you going to drink for this one? You know what, Sarah? I have had such a busy season. I am taping my holiday special next week and the following week, which I'll tell people about after our live show. But... Uh, yeah, I'm drinking at this one. Oh boy, because you really are so good when you're drinking. Yeah, when I'm drinking. When you're drinking. When you're drinking. <laughs> when I'm drinking. Tow them 
them drawers. So I want to say tear them drawers. Tear them drawers up. <laughs> I love that. Anyway. So I definitely want to see some people from the Leesburg Police Department out there, <laughs> Please too. come to our, yeah, absolutely. I know. They can double security. <laughs> double, oh my God, yeah, we need that, too. Yeah, we do. All right, everybody, email us. It's paulwardstyle at yahoo.com. It's sarah at heyforh.com. We'll see you guys next week. We love you guys. Bye. Tune in, yeah, you gotta tune in. Sarah Fraser on the mic and she.